Paint gets AI, Xbox gets what it needs, and Phil Spencer, he's pretty confident right now. Happy Friday, friends. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Hopefully you had a wonderful week. It has been a good week on this side. It's a Friday at the, at the end of the day, although it's not a Friday before holidays, so I guess it could be smart, slightly better, uh, if you will. But either way, it's been an interesting week in the world of Xbox. Uh, Starfield has dropped, and so we've got that to talk about. Microsoft put some AI stuff into paint, which seemed like a little bit early, but you know what? Here we are. So we got to first look at some AI features coming to Windows, and there is just a lot to talk about. But before we dive in, The Ridge, my friends, they have reached out once again because they want you to know that they are working with Hennessy and they are giving away a pretty awesome Ford Bronco. And so right now, if you head on over to theridge.com slash BDSams, you can save up to 10% on a wallet. Not to mention now is a great time to be getting ready for the holiday shopping season and all that stuff. And of course, this Bronco you see on the screen right here, they are giving it away. Every dollar you spend on the site gets you an entry, and certain products can get you up to 1,000 entries for every time you buy one. Or you also have the option of taking home $75,000 cash or the Bronco. Personally, I'm a fan of the Bronco. As a reminder, the Ridge Wallet holds up to 12 cards plus room for cash while remaining as slim as possible with 30 colors, including carbon fiber, burnt titanium, forged ember, and burnt Damascus. Over 80,000 five-star plus reviews. Make sure to head on over to ridge.com slash bdsams links down in the descriptions big shout out to ridge for sponsoring the channel now let's dive into the tech news this week because there's a lot of tech news going on there's a lot first off microsoft seems to be in a little bit of mode about retiring things at the end of the day right we saw wordpad is no longer going to be updated or anything else like that but microsoft is also retiring the legacy troubleshooter in windows 11 so it feels like microsoft is removing a lot of cruft if you will from windows 11 actually some of the insider builds have pulled out some of the old Windows 10 taskbar bits, which I think is why uh, certain apps broke when that was happening. And so Microsoft is cleaning some stuff up under the hood. And are they doing that to make way for new things? Well, we will find out. But this week, Microsoft also uh, actually just quite yesterday, because it depends on when you're listening to this, ship an updated version of Paint. Now, when they initially shipped this, there's a big banner that says this feature, this app contains internal features, not for public release or whatever. And then they immediately shipped another update. And so this has the background remove feature. So if you have an image, you just select an area and then it automatically removes the background from the image and keeps just the subject. So it's unclear if this is going to be one of the AI features that are coming to uh, whatever this September event. We'll find out, but whatever. Microsoft shipped it. They definitely didn't mean to ship it with the big red confidential feature banner. But uh, yeah, so that is rolling out now, depending on where you are in the rollout tree. You may or may not have this feature, but it is definitely coming. And I'll tell you, it works pretty well. I used it a few times, and it, it did exactly what it said on the tin, as they would say in... Uh, in Britain, right on the tin. So anyways, uh, Microsoft also interesting too, is going to identify corporate customers that use Copilot AI. If that doesn't make any sense to you, here's the deal. Companies have shown concern. They're like, hey, if we're using Copilot and it generates something that is copyrighted and then we get sued for that, 
that's a bad scenario. And so Microsoft is saying like, look, we will take the legal risk. If you use Copilot to generate something, an image or whatever, and then your company uses it in marketing material and you get sued for copyright infringement, Microsoft will take the legal burden off of you. So that's a really big deal, a really big step that means a couple different things. One, Microsoft is willing, again, to put itself out in front to really, really try to drive home the point that you need to be using AI sort of thing. Also, they recognize that this is probably a pretty significant barrier to a number of their companies. Obviously, they heard it enough times that they don't want to do that. You know, they didn't initially do that, but now they feel that they need to to make sure that they can get uh, some more sales. Now, last week, Mr. PKI asked a question about OneDrive photo storage. Now, it was, I was a little thrown off because it was like happening to some customers and not others. And I didn't, I didn't get the email, but now I have been able to dig in. So here's the deal. If you use OneDrive and you do back photo backup, which honestly I recommend, maybe this will change my opinion, but right now if you go into OneDrive, you can click camera roll and say backup camera roll to OneDrive, which is a great feature. I do this. It's, it works well. However, if you are a heavy user of albums within OneDrive, it will now count photos twice against your storage. So effectively think of it this way if you have a single photo it can only belong to one album if you put that single photo in another album so two albums it's going to duplicate that photo which is going to replicate the storage which means it's going to basically you're going to get uh, double jeopardy there you're going to get twice for the same photo clearly there's some sort of technicality or whatever underneath the hood that Microsoft has in hard-coded or whatever that one image can only be in one album at a time and to undo that nest is a, a an issue. And so without knowing the backend infrastructure of OneDrive, I can imagine it gets complex when you think about replication across different servers and different entities and different drives and different locations and everything else in different instances that it gets more complex, like saying, just link to the image. Well, that image might be scattered across 10 different places. We don't really know the backend. And so that is the issue. So if you're a big, heavy user of albums and OneDrive, that's really bad news for you. Uh, it's really bad news. So speaking of OneDrive, by the way, Microsoft will be holding a OneDrive event on October 3rd where they say we will be planning to detail the future of file management in OneDrive during a digital event on October 3rd. The public event will be streamed to team on Microsoft Teams. So that means it's really a business-focused thing and will be followed by a live Q&A session. I don't think that this really has anything to do with what Microsoft just announced. I mean, it, I guess it could, uh, but we'll find out. We'll find out. I, it feels like given that the late September event is expected to be related to AI, that it would seem logical that Microsoft's OneDrive event and following not long after would also be related to AI. It's probably some smart storage, but we will find out. We will find out. Also, something we haven't heard about in a while, HoloLens, by the way. Uh, the U.S. Army has approved the next phase of HoloLens-based AR device development. So Microsoft has clearly resolved or navigated or proved that they've gone far enough with what is going on uh, with the HoloLens to get the next sort of, uh, you know, tranche of money from the government to keep developing that product. So uh, that's good for Microsoft. It's good for HoloLens. Although HoloLens has really diminished uh, its public-facing announcements if you will so ai definitely took took that over also ignite will be uh happening november 14th through the 17th 2023 obviously 2023 i believe it's in seattle not in orlando like it had been previously uh that will also be online there is an in-person portion event but it looks like um microsoft is looks like it's going to be a little bit smaller than what we used to see in orlando pre-pandemic when they were massive and i mean massive events so on to the gaming news because this was a banner week for Xbox. We'll get in that 
get to that here in a second. But first off, the Xbox September update is now live. Uh, this means that you can have stream games on Discord. There's a new variable refresh rate. Uh, there's an update of rewards page. You can ask to join games. If you think your buddies are all in a room and you're not sure if there's room, you can click ask to join. And so then it will ask to join rather than having to send them a message or something else like that. Uh, and there's also a new pairing method so you can sit on your couch and pair everything to your console without getting up and having to hit that sync button. So just a little bit better. Starfield, my friends. Starfield has dropped. It has dropped an early access, whatever they call that. Uh, it is officially available. Anybody can go play Starfield for either whatever, 60 bucks, or if you're a just Game Pass subscriber. Now, it has been a hit. First off, Microsoft or Bethesda has announced that they hit 1 million concurrent players, meaning at one point, I'm assuming it's still at that point or near that point, 1 million people were playing Starfield at a given time. They said as of today or as of yesterday, late yesterday, they have 6 million total players of Starfield, which is a pretty darn good launch for Microsoft. This is huge. This is a really big deal for Xbox, for Microsoft. They have not had a launch like this in, I don't think, even this generation of console. You could... Halo Infinite obviously did not launch in a great state. Redfall did not launch in a great state. Maybe, maybe Flight Sim, right? Flight Sim was a really big deal, but that... The reason why I say I don't think they've had a launch like this is because this is new IP. Building new new universes is very difficult. Building new characters is very difficult from a brand perspective. And it appears that Starfield has done exceptionally well. Exceptionally well. It does make you wonder too, by the way. Remember, it was delayed roughly a year. What was the game state like roughly a year ago? Clearly, it wasn't as polished as it is today. So, uh, you know, whatever. The game launch, it has done exceptionally well. Reviews and critics are, are pretty darn good and pretty darn consistent that, hey, uh, Starfield is absolutely massive. There is so much to do and you can get totally lost in this place. Um, it is it is far from perfect. I definitely have my gripes with the game. I, I'm uh, about 14 hours in. I, I, I like Starfield, but it's not it's not always my type of game, right? I'm a very much a, like, I could play Age of Empires 2 until the sun explodes type person. I also play a lot of Call of Duty from the social aspect or playing with friends and a lot of first-person shooters. I like vampire survivors. Like, I'm a very competitive person. And Starfield is a much more explore-at-your-own-pace sort of thing. There's no rush. There's no, like, I'm a very, like, gotta-get-it-done sort of mentality. And Starfield is a very much like, hey, you are in the biggest universe ever, possibly in a game. Go be free. Go do what you want. Help who you need. Raid ships and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's really well done. Like, there's a lot to do. You, if you want to build custom ships, have at it. If you want to build a custom base, have at it. You want to walk around a planet, have at it. My biggest issues, honestly, with the game are, one, I've, I do wish there was a multiplayer aspect, but I know the comments are going to be filled with, that's not Bethesda style, but it would just been so cool if people on the planet were like other humans. That being said, I my biggest gripe with it, my overall, if there was one thing I could fix in Starfield, I wish you could fly around inside the planets and take off out of the planets. Uh, I, the I just want to, like, you build an awesome ship and all you can really do is fly it in space. I want to be able to land that thing wherever I want. And I want to crash and I want to smash into trees and dinosaurs and that kind of stuff. That is my biggest gripe with the game. Uh, I probably will finish it. I will be taking it much slower um, and trying to more enjoy the experience rather than trying to rush through, which is my personality to just blast through this. But either way. Um, also, you know, related to Starfield... Todd Howard effectively said on stage or in an interview, he said, works fine on my box. Uh, people were asking why Starfield wasn't optimized on the PC. Now, that is a really loaded question because people are like, uh, why isn't it optimized on PC? As if they look at the code base and they hit a little button that says optimize and then boop, 
you just get improved frame rate. That is not how it works. You got to find the bugs. You got to, it's like, it's a really complex process to optimize something. And it's a huge time sink, right? And so if you think about it from a developer's perspective, not that developers shouldn't optimize, please do not in, infer that, but it's like, okay, we got to launch this game in six weeks. We can either add more features and polish, or we can get people seven to 10% more frames. Like it, it's considering it's just a trade-off of time, right? Time is always the, the, the looming factor. The hilarious part of the, the Starfield on PC is actually that it's crashing on some AMD chipsets, which if uh, you need a reminder, the official launch partner for Starfield was AMD. And so that's a little, it's just a little awkward. Overall though, Xbox should be except, exceptionally happy with Starfield, right? They they finally have their moment in this generation where they launched a brand new title, a brand new game, a brand new experience, and it's doing well. Redfall was hopefully going to be something like that, but obviously Redfall failed uh, from all respects. And so uh, they have done, uh, Xbox just has to be happy, right? This has given them momentum. It's given them confidence that, hey, we can build great games and we can launch great games. And I will tell you that it, this is by far the least buggy version. Matt Booty was correct. The least version buggy of a Bethesda game that has launched. It's not perfect. It is not perfect. But it is, like, let's be honest here. We've seen some crazy bugs in these open world games before, especially Bethesda games. And the issues that I have seen are relatively small. There's times where I've had people clip through doors, uh, bullets going just straight through doors, like they're not even, like they're, they're not closed or whatever. But um, and there's some funny videos on the internet, but it's not like I'm getting ejected into space or things like that, or falling through planets or dinosaurs are appearing inside the spaceship. And so, uh, yeah, we will wait and see. Now, why is Phil Spencer confident? Well, he's confident, one, because Starfield's doing well. But when it comes to the Activision deal in a, in a additional interview uh, related, I believe it was related to Starfield, but he was asked about it because, hey, it's a still a $70 billion transaction that's about to go down. Phil Spencer is confident. He said that they will get it done. So they will get it done. All right, let's jump over to the questions, which there's just a handful this week. So let's see, let's see, let's see. Greg Alto says, Brad, how much AI is Microsoft going to shove into Windows and is it going to be a good thing? Here's the thing. Microsoft is going to throw spaghetti at the wall until they find a use case, right? This is the Amazon Alexa approach. Remember, you could buy a, a microwave with Alexa built in, a wall clock with Alexa built in. Microsoft is going to keep just pushing this everywhere. First off, it's a very much a set it and forget it to use your infomercial memes. But however, like paint AI, I don't know if they're going to brand that background removal as AI, but it just kind of sits there, right? Uh, the question becomes is, to me, isn't where and how are they going to do it? Because there are really novel and creative solutions that you can do. The paint is a perfect one. I'm sure we will see some more in September. The massive question that everybody should be asking is how is this going to get paid for? We all know that these queries are very expensive, especially when you start hitting scale. And if Microsoft puts uh, a chat bot, we'll just, we'll just say Bonsai Buddy for now because we don't know what Microsoft, the co Windows Copilot, right? Whatever you want to call it. You put that into a hand of a billion users, if a small fraction of them start entering queries every single day, that is going to really, really jack up the number of people or the number of GPUs that are best basically being lit on fire to execute these queries. So how is it going to get paid for? That is something that you need to be laser focused on. Sydney 2K says, hello, Brad, summer is almost over. How did you keep cool in a season that has been described as one of the hottest on uh, ever on record? Yeah, so... 
it has been hot and here in Cincinnati and it's not getting rain, which is really frustrating because it's, I planted some uh, vegetation, if you will, uh, actually some trees for the matter of fact, to give my house and my yard more shade and I got to water them a lot because it's not raining. That's a way tangent aside. So literally how, how am I staying cool? Air conditioning, right? Uh, three, four years ago, we put in a brand new, uh, bit the bullet, brand new AC unit, brand new furnace, brand new everything. And, um, so far knock on wood, it has been doing exceptionally well paid for that higher seer rating. So to try to keep my energy consumption down and, uh, that's really about it, but it has been quite hot last weekend. It was uh, in freedom units, it was uh, 94, 95, something like that. But it was like 90% humidity, which makes it feel in the over 100, which is, I think, like 40C. Isn't that like 40C? Let's just do the, the Google or the Bing here. 40C is 2F. What is it? Yeah, about 40. So maybe 39, somewhere around there. It's like what it felt like outside. Uh, Mr. PKI asking about a follow-up to his OneDrive storage. I answered that in line in the podcast. And then Mr. PKI with another question. He says, Brett, how about start giving us a weekly tip for Starfield since everybody is playing the game now on Game Pass? So a weekly Starfield tip. I don't know about a weekly because I'm probably not the greatest person to give a Starfield tip. Like my mind right now is complete the main storyline and I'm trying to, I won't spoil anything. But for other people, it's going to be like, let's do all the factions. Let's go do all the help things. And let's get better ships. Like, I'm still rocking the OG ship, uh, whatever some spacesuit I found, and that's it. Like, that's my that's where I'm at. And I will, I will work through this over time um, just because there's so much to do. But I still, I still wish you could fly those spaceships down on the planet. Like, with, like No Man's Sky. Granted, No Man's Sky launched in a really rough shape. Like, really rough shape. But they have nailed, their, in their latest update, the ability to just fly down in and land. Like, that's what I want. Um, and it's real easy to say that from a third party perspective. It's like, Todd Howard, just put that in. How hard can it be to fly from one atmosphere into another and don't have to worry about gravity friction and landing on literally anything? Don't make sure it's something in spawn, like, especially when things are procedurally generated. Um, I get it. It's complex. I'm hoping that a future update will enable that. And that would be, that would be pretty cool. That would be a lot of fun, actually. So my Starfield tip of the week is if you're a Game Pass subscriber, give it a shot. It does it's a little slow to get started. It's a little slow to get started. And then after you get like seven ish hours in things pick up and you start to figure out how it works. The, the UI I will say is not the best either. The navigational things could use some improvement, but I suspect that you figure it out and then life goes on. So my tip of the week is just give, give Starfield a download 120 gigs. So hope you got a lot of space, but it's worth it. I think it's worth playing through at least poking around. After all, if you're paying for game pass, you might as well give it a shot. So there you go, my friends. That wraps it up for this week. This has been, uh, it's been another week, been another week. Uh, somehow we're heading towards the middle of September, careening towards the holiday shopping season and tech-tember here. We got uh, Apple next week, followed by Microsoft and Google, and we'll see a Facebook. And so there's just a lot happening. So as always, my friends, the only BS on this podcast is me. <laughs>